Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Anime Podcast. It is episode 95. I am a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Happy birthday, Andrew. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Hey. And by the way, you are the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. Yes, I am. And joining us on this episode today is King Baby Duck Evan. Hello. 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 He's got his own little icon now. I drew it. Yes, I do. Thank <laughs> you so much for making that. It looks so cool in it. Oh, yeah, you bet. I'm glad you like it. I, I feel like you look like an Armacron character. Which is which is <laughs> a good thing. Do. It's a good thing. Yeah, and I look like Tommy Nod's cooler brother. Yeah, right. And also joining us, we have Jared the Greek. Hey, everybody. Woo. My throat sounds like this. <laughs> and Kagami. Hi. Good morning from sunny Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. and they're both from yeah. Scarlet Rhapsody. That is and right. They will be joining us today because our cohorts and friends from Scarlet Rhapsody. Yeah. In the media. And yeah. Uh, they're gonna talk to us a little bit later about Oticon. That's where they were, and we're jealous because we were not there. Yeah, I am really jealous yeah. that I wasn't at Oticon. This Never year. been to an Oticon yet. I know. So that's a, that's like on our to do list. We have to do another. We have to do Anime Expo, and we have to do Otakon. Yeah, there's got to be just a year of where we hit all the big events, and then we die. Were you guys at Anime Expo <laughs> as well? Yeah, we were. Yeah, at, yeah we were at Anime Expo. Our uh, counter report and podcast for that is um, up, but. Um, if you're going to do Anime Expo, just try it once. I would definitely recommend it. Um, I do have like some critiques about Anime Expo, but Otakon is a great one to hit up. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Cool. Actually, that was that was a so that I got kind of what I got from that was just like Anime Expo is good, you know, but Otakon's fun. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's yes, that. Entirely. So, nice. Um, and plus, some um, Anime Expo is like the only con where I know where you have to pay extra if you want to go see concerts and if you want to see um, industry panels. Like, for example, when Kill Kill was out there um, a couple of years ago, you had to pay like an extra like fee to attend those panels. Oh and my gosh. When um, Jam wow. Project and um, they had like all these bands for the Anime Song World event, you had to pay like, well, depending what seats you wanted, um, you had to pay like an extra fee of twenty five to about sixty five dollars if you wanted what? to see that kind. Of, yes. <laughs> Jeez! Wow. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we ring the news bell, I have some news. Do you? That I want to share. Oh. What's I'm, it? I'm getting married. 
Challenge Yay. engaged. Yeah, I propose to uh, the anime noob. Yeah, Christine. anime noob, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting married. Eventually. Uh, she arm wrestled me for the ring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a true story. That is a true story, and that's how you're telling it. it yeah. yeah. Cool. Congratulations to you. Okay, let's ring the news bell. News. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, uh, first up in media news, what we have is this woman came from Cap, uh, our producer from Nerdy Show, and he sent us uh, this very important email about a press release from Viz Media, who just announced recently that they are licensing two new mangas, or actually, sorry, one of them is not new, and that would be Super Mario Adventures, an old classic Nintendo manga. There was a I ma- used to read that in my Nintendo Power. Yeah, and there Viz Wait, Media. Wait, those old Nintendo Power comics are based on a manga? Yeah. Yes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. So, uh, so, so Viz Media got the license to that, and it's coming out at the end of this year, I believe. Is this going to be like a nostalgia nice. slap in the face? Probably. Yeah, the artwork for it is is very old Super Mario Brothers, like Mario and Luigi, that actually look like Mario and Green Mario. <laughs> do they, do, like in the manga, do they look like pixels? Like they have big yeah. pixel mustaches, big square mustaches. And yeah. No, no, there actually haven't that been any... That classic? There actually haven't been any previews to the manga yet. All we got was a press release kit that had a lot of pictures mm-hmm. to it, which is weird because if it's been in Nintendo Power for so long, everybody already knows. Or at least the people who read it in Nintendo Power. Yeah. Was it good? Oh, yeah. It was very yeah, entertaining. It was silly and fun, kind of like the uh, Super Show. Ha! The Super Show. Nice. Oh, do they actually have, uh, what's his name, the wrestler in the manga? It's like, pasta! Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Lou no, Albano's on in it. <laughs> yeah, there we yeah. go. Uh, the other one that Viz Media got the license to was uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess manga. And that one is coming out uh, early 2017, I believe. There's a Twilight Princess manga? Yeah. Huh. Well, yep. you know how, how they've been collecting a whole bunch of artists to just do the entirety of of the Legends of Zelda series in manga form. I have the uh, the Ocarina of Time, which has this really weird take on the story that I liked a lot, and the art is beautiful. And there's a different artist for every book. Um, but the Ocarina of Time one was especially really good. And they did this weird, uh, like, Aladdin sort of thing where Link goes to Hyrule and he just finds Princess Zelda in the courtyard amongst the people. And, I don't know, it's really weird. Hmm. But also, really, it was really cute. So nice. Yeah, Vizmedia's got some good stuff. Vizmedia does have some good stuff. All yeah, right, there's a lot of great stuff. Next up in me- next up in media news, uh, both Evan and Big Bad Shadow Man sent us this very cool piece of news about an animated Godzilla film in the works. Yeah. What? Yeah. And awesome. The yeah. A list studio cast that they have behind it. Uh, Evan, I, 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 it slipped my mind right now. What, what is the studio that's behind? Like all the people, like the script writers, the director, you, you know all that junk. Uh, but I know it's really good because I read the article. I just forgot. So, the Polygon Pictures is the one that's gonna be releasing it. But the guy who's writing it is Gen Urobuchi, who wrote Puella Magi Modoka Magica, Psychopaths, and this year's summer hit television series. Thunderbolt Fantasy. That's amazing. Weird. Is Godzilla gonna be like a marionette puppet in in the animation? If he is, that would still be awesome. It I mean, would be. look at what they do with Thunderbolt Fantasy. They could do it. Yeah. 
Like, could you imagine just like you know Godzilla wiggling around like one of those those marionette puppets? You know, yeah. and then he knocks over a little paper mache building. Godzilla approves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, there's a, there's also a scriptwriter attached to it that I, I forget who. Well, he is a scriptwriter, but the director Kobon uh, Shizuno. He's the one who directed Fist of the North Star, The Legend of Kinshiro, The Legend of Toki, and the Detective Conan movie, The Darkest Nightmare. What? I gotta say that Fist of the North Star, Legend of Kenshiro was probably my favorite Fist of the North Star. Really? It is, the first episode, at least, is so badass. Uh, so that's cool. That means we can get some badass anime Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla and doing some Hokuto Shinken. <laughs> okay. So, uh, actually, there are two directors. He's he's one of them. And the other director is Hiroyuki Seshita, who did Aijin and Knights of Sidonia. Mm. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Maybe it'll be mostly Shizuno. Yeah, yeah hopefully it, it's, you... the, it's the earlier half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that we get to see it. Also, it, going on this trend of movies, we've been talking about so many live-action movies on this show recently. I mean... We have a couple more in media news that I, I want to know. No, this is an animation show. What <laughs> is wrong? <laughs> well, and this also pertains to something else that we're going to talk about later. Yes, it does. Nobody talk about it because I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. You've all seen the itinerary for the show, and I don't want anybody to talk about it just yet. But uh, in this moment in time, they are organizing a live-action Bleach movie in Japan slated for 2018. Bleach, it's not over yet. Yeah, it no, will yes. never be over. It will never, ever be over. It will never actually be over. So it's over, but it will never actually... Even though the writer, what's his name? Mudo or... Kubo. Kubo. Uh, he's totally given up on it. And yeah. You can, we're going to talk about this much later. I already um, said we don't want to talk know, about it yet. I know, It's impossible it's, to go it's ahead. So it's totally exciting. impossible. Go ahead. I, like the... Uh, I don't even want to say the fans won't let it die because the fans just want it to die. Um, <laughs> and that not according to Tumblr, yeah, it's the they definitely want it to die now. It's the studios that are just like, we gotta do something else with Bleach. Oh, yeah. We gotta ske- squeeze this orange until we get every last drop of juice. <laughs> but it's already so dry. <laughs> Keep squeeze in order. Keep squeezing. <laughs> the cow is dead. The cow is dead. <laughs> We've squeezed all the white out of that cow. Uh, oh, man. So, yeah, live-action Bleach movie, I really hope that it's based off of the first season. If it's just based off of the first season, uh, that would be really cool, but knowing Japan and their movies, it's going to be the first season and the second season and mashed together in, a, like, an hour and a half where the last half hour is the Soul Society and then... <laughs> Yeah. Actually, no, J- Japanese movies usually tend to drag on, so they're probably going to do a whole yeah. like, it'll be boring extra it, hour. Yeah, it'll be in an hour too long. Yeah. And it'll and, it, and I just, it'll just be the first season. Yeah. I just hope it's based off the Takarazura plays, because that's really the best version of Bleach. <laughs> nice. I'm not I, familiar with that. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that they get a director of a tokusatsu show, you know, somebody who has done a Kamen Rider or something like that, so that the special effects are top-notch. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, I think that... I think, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think that a tokusatsu director of any kind would be perfect for a Bleach movie. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I agree, I agree. But, over in the land of America, 
we also have another live action movie that was announced and John had uh, mentioned it Taka he mentioned it on the last episode briefly and we didn't really get into it on all details but we have more details now so uh, let's talk about the live action Pokemon movie that we're going to be getting starring uh, starring Detective Pikachu really? yeah now here's the big news that I'm super excited about Alex Hirsch, the writer of Gravity Falls, is writing it. And, huh. and so It's going to be good. Yeah. And so is uh, Nicole Perlman. And she wrote drafts of the script to Guardians of the Galaxy and the Sherlock Holmes movies. Hmm. As in, see, as in hmm. like, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah. You see, you know what would be great? If they cast uh, Kristen Schaal as Detective Pikachu's partner. <laughs> that would be interesting. It, I could see it. I, I could definitely see it. But if if it were that, like, I, I don't know how I feel about animated Detective Pikachu being on the screen with live action person because then we're just getting into the realm of Rocky and Bullwinkle live action movie, and I don't want that. What about? But what about Roger? What's wrong with the I mean, live the... action Rocky and Bullwinkle movie? I liked <laughs> it. <laughs> Oops, we uh triggered. Yeah, triggered. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, Evan. My dad is a huge fan of that. He's also a huge fan of uh, Twilight, and um, <laughs> no. he's a huge fan of beautiful look, look, creatures. Look, listen, I, I kid yeah. you not. I actually have plushies of Rocky, Bullwinkle, Boris, and Natasha right with all my anime uh, DVD collection oh, stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that at all. It's the live, it's action, the live movie. action movie that we're talking about, Evan. And I like the live action movie. I, I like some of the... You see... I feel like you really had to watch all of the show to understand the movie. Right. I did watch the show. I, I get that. But, I mean, because, I mean, there was nothing wrong with the Dudley Do-Right movie with, oh, with uh, Brendan Fraser. The and there was nothing wrong with the Brendan Fraser uh, George of the Jungle movie either. Yeah. Brendan Fraser <laughs> no, no, the one. George of the Jungle movie was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. They got everything right with that movie. But Dudley Do-Right was my favorite in that series. Maybe movies. we should get the guys who did Dudley Do-Right and George of the Jungle to do a live to action To do the live, yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> and then they can have, uh, you know, giant puppeteered mechanical apes talking like the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Played by John Cleese. Yeah, played, <laughs> played by, by John, John Cleese. Cleese. Um, Even better, it would interrupt the middle of the movie to do a Who's That Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Oh, oh, that's such a good idea, Jared. Although, I imagine that in this case, it would be more satirical, and like it's going to be Christian Shaw walking down the street, and there's going to be a Pokemon like silhouetted out in the window of a st- of a pet shop store and she's going to just going to go who's that Pokemon you know and then yeah and that and that's how it would go knowing knowing Alex, Alex, Alex Hirsch and his satire who who Wait. does Willem Dafoe play in this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> you too <laughs> yes. he plays Mewtwo that would be perfect oh man could you imagine delivering that line? I now know what humanity is, or like life is not I kinda, a gift. It's what you do. With I kind of see Mewtwo as more of a Benedict Cumberbatch, though. Just saying. Oh. No. <laughs> Actually, no. no. You're right. Oh. Wait, wait. I can see Benedict Cumberbatch's Mewtwo fans. True, Mewtwo. Okay, doesn't yes, emote. I can see that. <laughs> All right, fans. Uh, who would you prefer to see in the role of Mewtwo? Uh, it doesn't have to be just Benedict Cumberbatch or Willem Dafoe. Who else would you cast as Mewtwo? <laughs> In the live-action Pokemon movie. Fan shout-out. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. That's a good one. Oh, my That's gosh. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, actually, oh I agree with that. My Wait, gosh. which one? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Well, Idris Elba's just amazing in anything, so, oh, my gosh. Oh, that sounds great. No, you know, I, I don't think that we should have Christian Shaw 
in that case be Detective Pikachu's partner, it should be uh, Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> so that we can get the blandest. You just same want actor. another planet of Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, so that he can so that he can say something sincere and shake his head. Yeah. Say it, Every, <laughs> say it sincere and shake your head. Every say it single line. And shake your head. Every, say it sincere and shake your head. I can't believe that they got five seasons of of uh, Sons of Anarchy they doing got that. S- like six. <laughs> no, they got five. five. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I watched all of Sons of Anarchy, and it was and after after like four seasons, I caught on to Charlie Hunnan's game, and I was like, wow, he can't act. And then I saw <laughs> and, then, and then I saw Pacific Rim again, and I was just like, oh my gosh, he's doing the same thing. At least there's at least there's robots in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> say, say it sincere and shake your head. Say it sincere and shake your head. Oh my gosh. But we digress. <laughs> I was like, it went from me being completely like, I am so against this to, you know what? This could actually be awesome. <laughs> yes. Awesome. yes. I know. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's it for media news. A lot of movies yes. that, are, that are happening, which I'm super happy about because I love movies. Can I kick off gaming news with what Gerardo sent us? Because I wasn't here last week, so I couldn't speak on it. Okay, so it's sure. kind of old news. I know we have a lot of Monster Hunter fans amongst us as the crowd. Um, it doesn't matter. You're going to talk about it anyway. I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, So Monster Hunter Stories has been in production for quite a while, and we finally got a Monster Hunter trailer, or Monster Hunter Stories... Uh, live action trailer, and actually a bunch of fans sent this, because a bunch of fans that, and it's our Monster Hunter fans, so I got it from Tempsu, I got it from Gerardo, uh, but they shot me over the story trailer for Monster Hunter, and it seems really cool, because there's actually a story story, which has never happened in Monster Hunter before. It's always been, you know, talk to somebody, go fight a monster, talk to somebody, go fight a monster. Uh, But, so this one, it seems like all the characters talk gibberish, because even they had little Japanese subtitles, in the trailer for the Japanese trailer, so they all speak this weird little blah blah language. Are you? Do you know that for sure? I or? don't, but it didn't sound okay. like Japanese. S- it, okay, so what if they just did it for like you know how those Facebook videos now they're they're all silent, but they still play anyway. Yeah, so yeah, everything yeah. has subtitles so that you can get interested in it faster. Maybe that's what they did. Maybe, but uh, but I actually watched it and like it didn't sound like they were speaking Japanese because it was just, I don't recognize that dialect. Did it kind of sound like the fake made-up language in The Devil is a Part-Timer? I have not seen The Devil is a Part-Timer. Uh, I thought you did. No, but a weird fake made-up language was one that they had in uh, Gargantia. Uh, Susano Gargantia. And The Sims. And The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, the new trailer uh, introduced that, yes, there is uh, character customization available for us, which is great because that's a staple to the Monster Hunter series. You have to customize a character. And they showed us a crap ton of monsters now. Before, we only had a handful of monsters, and now they show us a Devil Joe. Like, holy crap, you can capture and ride a Devil Joe. And holy crap, there's a Stygian Zenogre. And then, oh my gosh, there's Narakuga armor. I'm probably guessing that this only means something to me in this conversation. (laughs) But uh, everybody else... Kind of. Yeah, yeah. But just know that I'm very excited about it, and you should be excited about it, too. That's all. Okay, so uh, (laughs) on to some gaming news that everybody here will care about. (laughs) Well, maybe I might not care. I, I don't know if you guys are, are caring about virtual reality or VR stuff. But oh, yeah. I like VR. Yeah, but um, Hatsune Miku is joining the VR universe for either Oculus Rift or uh, HTC Vive. And they created this game called Hatsune Miku VR Future. It's coming out on October 13th. That's really soon. It's now, actually coming out for a PlayStation VR. Is it coming out for, for the Morpheus Project? Yeah. Is it, is it called Project Morpheus anymore? Is no, it just it's just, just, no, it's just PlayStation, PlayStation VR. VR. Okay. Uh, 
Which is a weird thing because they didn't give it a cool name. Project Morpheus was a cool name, but it was to like hide the project, and everybody. But knew everybody, what, knew, everybody what it was. knew what it was. Yeah. And then when they released it, it's just like, why not just name it? Yeah. Morpheus. Oh, PlayStation VR. Yeah. That's planned. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, it's like PlayStation Move. I'm gonna get a rift anyway, or I want a rift. Um, so it's a game where it's not even a game. Really, it's just like one of those virtual re- reality experiences, like where you try to look uh, like, under Miku's skirt. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> this was addressed by the developers. Oh my gosh! And there is actually no way to actually look under her skirt while playing the game. And they've already okay. Said then they, then I'm completely out. Yeah, <laughs> if I can and have sex like, with her. There's no point for this VR. And and a hundred percent of the internet would agree with you, Jared. Uh, there are so many people dropping out of buying this game. Even the developers of the game are like, nope, I drop out. I you can. I don't even want to get paid anymore. They're probably the only ones who have ever seen it. No, apparently there's a feature in the game where if you try to look under her skirt, a black shadow appears. Really? Yep. Either that or or her model is just textured so that there's a black cloud under there, you know, so, like, it's shadowed over uh, naturally, which they actually... Yeah, medications to help with that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> actually, if you look under her skirt, the game kill screens, and then, like, it sends you into, like, a seizure a seizure attack because it's just, like, flashing lights into your Morpheus eyes. It's like, ah! <laughs> well, it could just go... It could just freeze the game beforehand, and for anybody who doesn't know VR... Uh, if, if a VR headset freezes on screen, your brain thinks that there's something wrong with you personally as a human, and you just vomit. Yeah. So, um, it does. Your brain doesn't understand that it's not reality. It's that it's not it's reality. So it thinks that. It, so it thinks that your world has frozen completely. And it's like, uh oh, there's something wrong with your body. I am going to projectile. I everything. will save you. <laughs> yeah. I'll save you, body. And then the the, uh, the emotions in your head hit a big red button, and you and you just uh, you just vomit everywhere. Projectile. Because, yeah, to try to reset your brain. But anyways, the game seems kind of interesting because you, Evan, you remember when we went to that Oculus Rift event at MIT one time, and there was yep. ju- just these developers there. Their entire project was just you sitting in the middle of the forest and watching leaves fall from the sky. Yes, that's kind of what this experience is, except a little bit more. You get to watch. I, oh any- yeah, I know. I've seen it being demoed at uh, E3. Actually, it was there a couple of years ago. Yeah. What Miku? Yeah, you get. To, yeah, you Miku get was to, there. You get to watch entire concerts of her. You know, of her perform, and but you also have the uh, option to like pause it, edit the background, edit clothing, uh, and then you could also if you edit like, clothing, is there a swimsuit option? Because that might be a great. I don't know. They didn't really go into it. They didn't really go into it that much. <laughs> They're just like, I don't need a zero panty. She's in a swimsuit. <laughs> oh my goodness, weed games. <laughs> but like, I guess there's an. You can also go backstage and you can watch the the concert from any angle except lying on the floor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What about front stage? Front stage, center, looking up. Come on! Yeah, like, yeah, below the stage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. this is That's, like, all this game has come down to is can you see your panties? Like, yeah. like every single way, it's just, like, there's got to be a bug. So I know they modeled them. I know they modeled her panties. There's got to be a bug somewhere in some position in some angle of the game where you can't see them. Yeah, it's called Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the funny thing with VR. As soon as it gets to the point that modders can start ch- screwing around with the games, oh. all hell's going to break loose. Oh, yeah. See, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And see, that's why um, that's why I want a Rift so much more than I want a PlayStation VR. It's because the Rift is so open source and there's so many free games 
for the Rift that it's just why would you want to purchase a, a headset for your PlayStation Four? Plus, you need like a, a four point five, don't you? Nope, nope. It play runs on the oh, regular okay. one. It's well, the only the only difference between the uh, PlayStation Four and the four point five is that it can run in four K. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, that's it. Either way, there's so much less open source and modding on a PS Four that you should just get a Rift so that you can play. Like a library of an infinite amount of games that are mo- that are moddable and free. Yeah, and free. Even though the Rift kind of has its own issues, like it has that like attached to Facebook thing, so it kind of like tells you what you're playing if you don't want. Well, at least that's what's speculated. It's it's still it's still a neater idea, but they're both very expensive. They are both a Rift and a VR, very expensive. So, yep. so next up, I have a, one more gaming news. Stick piece. to Google Cardboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have one more gaming news piece, and it is based on the continuing downward spiral of Konami. Uh, hey, <laughs> drive it into the ground! Um, now, releasing... Just to let my listeners know, I did talk about this on my recent episode of No Borders, No Race. You did. But you, go you, ahead. You, yes. talk, you talked about the trailer for Metal Gear Survive? Yep. Okay. I don't yeah, we talked about it on my live stream as well. Did you? I don't know. Anything and I had that. to also, and I had to make a note that I recorded it before Jim Sterling did a Jim Quisition because odds are Jim Sterling will have this in his fuck Konami news segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Metal Gear Survive, the trailer that we have, it takes place at the end of Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. So at the end of Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, your base is destroyed, or Snake's base is destroyed, and you get away in a helicopter. But in the beginning of this trailer, as... Did you say Snake? I thought it was a big boss. Whatever. Yeah, it's uh, a big boss. They're literally the same person. Yeah. Um, he's, he's flying off in a helicopter, but in the trailer to survive, they put... They, they leave the camera on the island, and all your subordinates that you capture during... Ground Zeroes are still there, and they're like, what the heck, man? You're killing us. And then suddenly, a rift opens up in the sky and sucks everything into an alternate universe. And And it turns into a pachinko machine? (laughs) (laughs) Metal Gear Survive is an alternate universe where you play as the subordinates of Ground Zero. So characters that are literally cannon fodder, and you play a zombie survival game. Metal Gear Survive is a zombie survival game. Now, granted, this trailer looked kind of cool, right? Did anybody agree with me on that? Does this trailer look kind of cool? It kind of looked cool. Okay, listen. But Kojima is rolling in his grave even though he's still alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, He's directing. So, uh, the, the. Okay, so the trailer, the directing was great. The, uh, The creature designs were cool. On the standpoint of a Metal Gear game. Absolute utter garbage. Waste <laughs> yeah. of life. Waste of time. Go die in a fire. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be their umbrella corpse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Pretty much. Yeah, it is. Um, and I, I don't know. I just don't understand what brought them to this. Like they money, yeah. money. We need <laughs> I, more money. But that's I can it. actually. I have this recording of the meeting. Guys, zombie games are still popular, right? I don't know. Cool, let's make a zombie game. <laughs> and that's literally the recording of the, uh, the And that's the it. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm sure... <laughs> we have this license that was popular once, but we're not doing anything with it. It's gonna suck because Konami's gonna turn into 
like an Activision type where there's just like, what can we milk out of this one title that everybody knows? I don't know. Make a random game and put Metal Gear in front of it and people will buy it. <laughs> and zombies, apparently. Yeah, and zombies. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Call of Duty, you're such a waste of space. <laughs> Activision is such a waste of space. And Get out agreed. of the gaming industry. And now Konami is too, I guess. Oh, poor Konami. Yeah. Somebody else has got to get the rights to Silent Hill. And yeah. That is, that is like the most tragic loss out of all of Konami. <laughs> is, like Kojima? Is... Once he makes all of his uh, all of his new monies with his, his own production company, I bet you he'll go and he'll buy the rights to that series. I hope he does, because <clears throat> Silent yeah. Hill is one of my favorite game series of all time. And the fact that Konami is just like, oh, we'll make pachinko machines out of it. And then... Because when I think when I think horror and psychological torments of characters, I think pachinko. <laughs> yeah. Hit the lever. <laughs> oh no, it's Pyramid Head. He's still sexy, but he's now he's dropping your coins. Yeah. He's yeah, he's like. Has a anybody here played pachinko before? Yes. Yeah, I actually nope. got to play it at Anime Boston. It's awful. It, it is. is. I, you know, I, I actually played it in Niigata at a hot spring about nine years ago. I don't get it. Yeah. I know, it's not fun. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, apparently I just scored points. Yeah, There's just, something happening well, on the screen. And it was funny because when we were playing Anime Boston, it was just like, it's it's just like, oh, I'm out of coins. Oh, you're giving me more coins? When is it going to stop? Yeah, you're giving me free silver <laughs> this is balls torture. to put back in. You're yeah. giving me free silver balls to put back into the machine? No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want them. Stop! <laughs> stop! Make it stop! I've been here for a half hour on $2. <laughs> I want to go home. Yeah. Oh man! And then you went playing pachinko. Yep, that 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 is a very accurate pachinko playing experience right there. Now just just close your eyes and listen to that audio of us playing it. Yeah. And, and add some and add some anime sound effects depending on which type of pachinko mission you're playing. And you're playing pachinko. I got to play Evangelion. Yeah, we played Evangelion and it, and there was a Gundam one next to us. Yeah. I'm glad we chose the Evangelion one because then we could at least at look least at it was Evangelion. interesting. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's time for some strange news. Yes, finally. The only I only have one thing for strange news. Is it strange? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. We got great stuff ahead. We got great stuff ahead. We do. Um, there was this advertisement campaign going on on Twitter where people have been taking like actual advertising companies, like real advertising companies, been taking the the poster for the new Godzilla film, and they've been using it for product placement, putting products. And Godzilla's arms, like having <laughs> okay. him hold, either like like there's a, the the one main one that they put up on Twitter was him holding all these windows and like it was a, an advertisement that's like what are we gonna do with all these windows you know and Godzilla's just up there holding them and then there's oh my God. and then there's one where they hung a camera around his neck like a tourist and it was and they've just been taking this one poster and they've been doing all this product placement for it and it's legit. Advertising. Godzilla approves. Yeah. But uh, how could he use the camera when his arms can't reach up to his face? They can, though. He can, right? I mean... Well, maybe it's a digital camera. He doesn't... Maybe that's the advertiser. It's like, it doesn't have to go up to your face. You just take the picture. Just free shoot. Shoot from the hip! That's as strange as I'm, I I approve, though. Hey, let's, uh... What are we talking about first? Because I know... Do we have a fetish of the week? We do have a fetish of the week. Let's do a fetish of the week. It's time for Japan's fetish yeah. of the week! Yeah! So what is it this week? So this one is not necessarily a fetish, but I found this beauty product that is supposed to, I don't know, quote-unquote, make you more attractive? What? What's the history with pointy noses in Japan? 
you see it in anime all the time, which see I it think in is, Escaflown. Yeah, which <laughs> which is just in more of like an advertising thing. Um, I know that when they do cartoon characteristics of Americans, they make them with really pointy noses, and I think it's like a caricature, a cartoon aspect, almost if they're pointing, uh, <laughs> pointing fun, uh, making fun of us. There's this new product that they just came out with in Japan, which helps Asian people have more pointy noses. It's this little strip of plastic that kind of looks like one of those uh, contraceptive uh, things. Oh, gross. <laughs> except, it's for, except it's for your nose. Um, and you, it's it's a little plastic... So, like, you hook it spring into your nose? nose. You, you stick it inside your nose, and it follows the bridge of your nose, and it pushes out your nose further so that it makes it look more pointy. That... I'll link to the article. It was obvi- obviously that like it was it hurts. Yeah, right. That's what I was wondering. It's like, well, what if you accidentally get hit in the nose or something like that with your wearing it? Suddenly, you're gonna have two pieces of plastic sticking out of the front of your. I think this is a stranger, strange news story than that Godzilla one. Yeah, even though it's like yeah, a finish it of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, that's fine because we're we're going in that order. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, welcome to crossover. I never of the thought strange news. I never thought that there was a problem with with Asian noses ever. I, well, I guess they have a lot of self esteem issues. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but but if we have any Japanese listeners that understand us, do you do, do you, have you ever looked at your nose and said, "I wish it was more pointy"? Yeah. Don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, don't do that. Legit. Asian noses are beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever know? You know the gesture that whenever an uh, a Japanese person person refers to themselves, they yeah. point at their nose. They point to their nose. Now, there's no real origin to this, as in the same way that when, like, we talk about ourselves, we tend to put our hands on our chest. Yeah, we put like, our hand, or we point to our we chest. We point to our chest, or we put the flat palm to our chest, say, me, like, I, you know? But Asian, uh, sorry, Japanese specific, not all Asians, Japanese specifically point at their nose, and that's because it is the center of their being. Like, the the face is, is the most center point uh you know and they point at the nose which is the center which is a focal point right mm. you know so they point at the nose in order to do that so i guess the nose to them is very important and it has to be you know perfect in a way so well, think about it from this way though on your on your example of putting your hand on your chest that's where your heart is yep. and usually in western culture the heart is the center of your being yeah that's true that's very true but then also nowadays in a philosophical being you should point at your forehead because that's where your brain is and that's who your person person is you yeah, know, that's your pilot. That is well, true. Well, the heart is like the soul, kind of. So, like, that's where your soul being is, yeah. and then your your brain is your conscious being. So. There's a lot of spiritual and psych- and physical uh, <laughs> stuff going into this conversation right now. It, and that's it was and that like, is not sexy. That was Japan's fetish of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting too spiritual here. Let's just end it right now. <laughs> Um, Intellectual discourse, screw that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, let's take a trip over into the West. Into the West? So, I don't know where this is sanctioned from because everybody knows in in history that um, DC animated films are way better than their theatrical films. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is fact. And there is no one who will argue yeah, against Yeah, by that. the way, everybody laughed at that comment. I think <laughs> yeah. it's all <laughs> I think it's very true. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, but I will still take Batman having sex with Batgirl over the recent Batman versus Superman movie. You know, 
I may have to agree with you on that one. As much as I'm totally against it, I may have... I am have... too, but I will <laughs> still take that over, Batman v Superman. I will watch Animated Killing Joke any day of the week over Suicide Squad. Ooh, oh boy. my gosh, did you guys see Suicide Squad, by the way? No, yeah, we didn't have a chance to watch it, but yeah. we'll probably just wait for it to come in on, like, Netflix or something. On yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll watch, watch, it, watch it anywhere free because it was an atrocity. <laughs> like, we went to see it in the theater with a bunch of our friends, and by the end of the movie, we were all kind of in agreement, like, yeah, we've had enough, and then we just started laughing at the movie for the rest of it. It was awful. It was awful. Well, see, anyway. the problem is, when you say that to someone like me, I mean, I'm a person who went into the theaters to see uh, Independence Day 2, Ooh. Just to riff it. Yeah. See, well, I spent okay. the entire time making Macross jokes and bromance jokes. <laughs> so the best part, I think the the best job that they did um, in Suicide Squad was making Will Smith uh, not look like he was on his Skype computer. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Oh my god. They digitally took his face off of Skype and they put it onto an actor who was in a Deadshot costume. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> He phoned in that performance so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Harley Quinn was I mean, was awful. Everybody was like, "No, you got to see the movie in order to see how Harley Quinn is." No, she is exactly she is as cringeworthy as she was as in the trailers. Yeah, it's the whole movie is cringeworthy, and I I thought I was like, "No, I'll be able to get over that as long as the movie's good." It's not. It's not good. <laughs> so and like the whole and the whole movie kicks off like they're starting off like. Oh, we're gonna put together this team because yeah, Superman was good. But what if another Superman comes and he's evil? Harley Quinn with a baseball bat, of course. Yeah, she so oh. she'll solve that problem. What? Oh my gosh, what? the movie was bad. Don't see it. You know what also makes no sense? There was an evil ma Superman that showed up yeah. in Man of Steel. It's <laughs> happened already. There's <laughs> Exactly. Zod. I'm just very and convinced that Man of Steel is like what? What if Bizarro happened? <laughs> Now, animated movies. Yes, yes, move on to Into the West. DC animated movies. They announced their next one, which has anybody seen the announcement for Batman, The Return of the Cape Crusader? No. The one with okay. Adam West and Burt Ward and yes. Julie Dubar. It is an animated Batman Adam West movie. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. And they're bringing it back. Like, and they actually got Adam West... Burt Ward and who I'm sorry who was the one who played Julie Newmar the yeah. second Catwoman they're, and they're casted in this movie animated film and so okay so here's the thing I did not find any information as to whether or not this was actually like Bruce Tim produced right 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 or DC but it's a DC film so I don't know who sanctioned it or where it's coming from but I mean it is still a DC film I don't know you know what, what's going to be happening, but I, I'm I'm like super interested to find out what's going to happen because it's like, it's, is it like old Batman suit and everything? Or yeah, yeah. Like, so it's it's fully 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 a Adam West episode, but animated film. Yep, and the Joker is going to be in it. The Penguin's going to be in it. The Riddler, I guess, is going to be. Um. Two, was it Riddler or Two Face? <laughs> Half those actors are dead. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they yeah. are. But and that's why there were only three names in the voice acting cast um, <laughs> that were mentioned, you know. They're just going to get, like, the, the modern voice actors to play them. Which would be, like, can you imagine it's all going to be Nolan North. Mark Hamill versus Adam West. That would be awesome if <laughs> Mark Hamill played that Joker. And because, I mean, th those Jokers are so different from one another. But They're if practically they got, the same age, though. But if they got... Or if they got uh, more recently who's been the Joker in all of the new Arkham... 
games, uh, Troy Baker has been the Joker. Yeah. Oh, there's been so many Jokers, it's crazy. Yeah, and they've all done a Troy job. Baker, Richard Epcar, Mark yeah. Hamill. Mark, Hamill. Mark, Mark Hamill's Hamill the best. Clearly the best. Mark Hamill will always be the best, in the same way that Kevin Conroy will always be the best Batman. Yep. Right. Yeah. For sure. Or Adam West could be the best Batman. <laughs> Fans, write in. Tell us who uh, who the best Batman is. It's Kevin Conroy. That was Into the West. Whoa, 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 whoa. but come on. Yeah, I, I, I sent you guys one other thing for Into the West. Before we even get to that, uh, I want to point out that there has been a Batman 66 comic that was going on for a while that basically was comic book continued adventures of Adam West era Batman. So it's it, really? there is some precedent for them doing this kind of stuff in the past. I miss that. Oh, yeah. I, I miss that, that at all. Then, yeah. It, it began as like a web, uh, like a little web shorts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they, they released it as small pieces on the web and then eventually released it as a full-on comic book for a while. They also have a Linda Carter Wonder Woman uh, comic like that that they were doing for a little bit, too. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah. That is good to know. I did not know that. Evan, what did you send me? I, I could have sworn that I, that well, I got it. Well, the thing that I sent you was, well, this past week. So there's this... Oh, you're talking about Gumball. Network. Yes, yeah. the Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, they got I... Studio 4 Degrees Celsius to animate one of the scenes in the latest episode. Oh my gosh, and I watched it last night I watched at like it this morning. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, how amazing was that? Uh, it was if fantastic. Any, anybody who has not seen it, I will put a link actually, in the description. Actually, it was so amazing and I wanted to make sure it would, it would never go away that I ripped it. So I actually have that scene ripped on my computer now. Yeah, um, and Nicole, Gumball's mom, is best anime mom now. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen The Amazing World of Gumball on Cartoon Network, I highly recommend it because I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. Gumball. It's one of the only still good shows on Cartoon yeah, Network. Yeah, and it's it's really funny, really satirical, really sarcastic in its humor. There was, a, re- there, there was an episode this past week that was a perfect parody of the TV show True Detective. And it wasn't, like, one of those shows where it was, like, poking fun of True Detective. No, they, like, played the episode straight. And it oh was amazing. Gosh. Yeah, Gumball is really, really amazing at making pop culture... Or not pop culture, but uh, modern society relevant. Into, and uh, they, they make fun of modern society so often that it's just laughable. Yeah. And uh, so Gumball is is an amazing show, and the fact that Studio 4C is on board, I'm not surprised. And Especially you're... with this beautifully animated fight scene, and it looks... it, it It's funny because they got an anime studio to parody anime. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So the whole thing is a straight parody of anime. Very and, self-aware. Yeah, and and an anime studio did it. Yep. So but it, that, that, that must have cost them, like close to 50 grand yeah. to do well animators only cost two dollars an hour in Japan, so <laughs> oh, they probably aw. got a discount ah yeah but even still it is not better than andrew wk and uncle grandpa so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding yes it is i'm sorry andrew wk but andrew, WK, andrew wk for president yeah party party yeah. yep free pizza for all <laughs> okay and that okay, was into the west that was <laughs> hey let's talk about otakon how Yay. was it, guys? Yes, you guys oh, it was amazing. now go ahead and talk about Otakon because we were not there. Okay, so Otakon, that took place last weekend. Jared and I went to represent Scarlet Rhapsody. So day zero, we fly in from um, Los Angeles. We, we took a connecting flight from Boston. 
so I went to Legal Seafoods for breakfast before checking into the hotel. So we stayed at um, the Radisson, which is about a couple blocks up from the actual convention center. Um, our buddy um, Ranma from Anime Jam Session decided yes. to just book, book the rooms because um, he also to, takes care of his bookings for his people. And he happened to have extra rooms. Like, okay, now let's do this. So we get into the hotel, and then we pick up our press badges over at the Sheraton. And this is, um, just so you know, this was Otakon's last year in Baltimore. So a lot of um, a lot of people were being, feeling very nostalgic. Like, yeah, this is going to be the last one here. Um, so you know, Otakon has been in Baltimore since 1999. And that yeah. has been lo as long as I've been attending conventions. I've only started attending Otakon since about 2013. So I've only gone for four years. But there are people here who's like, yeah, we've been here since day one when... Otakon was in Baltimore. This just started in Baltimore. It's like, wow, a lot of dedicated people here. Yeah, no um, kidding. Wow. A, a, the, atten um, the attendance um, increased this year to about 29,000 um, people, so a little bit under AB's numbers, I think. But um, it's usually uh, Otakon, they reach around the 30,000 mark. Yep. But a lot, of people, a lot of people, because of the heat and humidity, and honestly, this has to be like the hottest con I've ever attended. Yep. Um, people were just like just inside the whole time, so it felt a lot more crowded than usual because people just wanted to be indoors, escape from the heat and humidity because it was like 100 degrees out there. No, not going to lie. Um, Jared, uh -huh. I know you did like a lot of panels at Otakon. Would you like to share some of those highlights? God, I keep thinking of the lowlights. Um, there were some interesting panels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oh, no. My, my Saturday was horrible, guys. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but basically, one of the issues they had with their panels was that rooms three and four had some really interesting things, like the life and times of Hayao Miyazaki and fantasy Ooh. anime throughout, you know, all of anime and uh, discussions about you know cultural things and various genres of anime. The rooms could hold maybe 25 people. Oh my gosh, are you serious? What? Yeah, so you, you're going in and you're like, all right, I can't wait to go to this panel. Oh, there's a line. Oh, that's no, not that big of a deal. And the person at the table, the room's already capped. So you're going to have to wait for this many people to leave the room before you can enter the room. And so the only way to really enjoy the panel room three or panel room four panels is to essentially camp. Yeah, and and basically say, okay, I'm gonna hit this ten o'clock panel where, or nine o'clock panel where no one's really around, just so I can go see this panel at noon. Because if I leave this room, I'm not getting my seat back. That's yeah. awful. Um, okay, so just for clarity, did you say twenty five? Yes. No, that's a tiny room. That's that's like that's a water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not large rooms at all. They're very, they're very small, and they fill up really fast. Is this one of the reasons? <laughs> no why, is this one of the reasons why they're moving venues? Yes. Where's it moving to? It's moving to the DC Convention Center, the Walter E. Washington Convention Center, which is a couple blocks away from the White House. Oh my so, gosh, that's ooh. gonna be a mess. That's gonna be Washington yeah. DC traffic is the worst. Oh. And we could be... go next year, and then we could shake hands with President Andrew W. K. Before yeah, that's we go right. to Otakon. Free I would like that. I would like that too. I'm voting for Andrew WK this year. That's for sure. <laughs> no politics on the show. Right. <laughs> it's not politics. Uh, it's a party. That's right. Yeah, it is. Because life is a party. What about uh, what about your panels, Jared? Well, I didn't run anything sadly, but you know, I was I was going around to various rooms, and, th and those are all pretty pretty decently run actually. You don't have the uh, incompetent 
panel runners like you do at some other cons. They, yeah. they do tend to sort those people out because they have uh, staff in the rooms. So if you did last year and you did a bad job, uh, they'll just, you know, fire you, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So there, at least there was that. Um, there was a pretty cool mecha panel um, where they decided to do everything up as uh, topics. So it was like, you know, um, silliest weapon, uh, best bromance, um, oh, those parity. Are awesome. Yep. They, they had a whole section called parity, which was about mechanic with birds in <laughs> the series. Um, and one of the ones on there, and I'm sure you guys will get this, but I don't know how many listeners will, was the series Silverhawks. Oh. Yeah! And I'm oh. like, I don't, I don't know if I consider Silverhawks a mecha series, but yeah. awesome, awesome drop on there with uh, with Silverhawks in the yeah. parity category. <laughs> yeah. It was more of a Sentai series, if you ask me. Kind of. Like, yeah. It was like a mix of Sentai and Mecha. Like Giant Robo. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess I can kind of see it then. Like, it's, yeah. in the, in the, it's in the same sense that Power Rangers was a giant robot anime. You know what I mean? Like, and, you, you could swing it that way. I guess, yeah. And they did have Super Sentai in the uh, list for a couple of the sections as well. Cool. So, yeah, you had that going down. Um, that was a really fun panel. There was an interesting one on like the clothing and Jedi Geki films, which was huh. really fascinating. And the gal who did it was full dress kimono with the face paint and everything. Um, oh snap! And she really seemed to know her stuff. It was a really interesting panel. It was in one of the giant rooms. It maybe had thirty people. <laughs> what? And no, no offense to her because she was great. It's more the point of like whoever was doing programming put some panels in the wrong rooms. I'll give a second example of one of the small rooms being under utilized wrong. They did a Digimon whatever 50th anniversary, whatever the hell they're up to at this point, um, <laughs> panel. That series has been around longer than I've been alive. <laughs> it really hasn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but they put that in one of the tiny rooms instead of one of the giant rooms because I yep. guess whoever's doing programming is going like, no one cares about Digimon anymore. They're all Pokemon <laughs> Go players. I'm like, no, yeah. they're still a huge amount of insane Digimon people out there who are like, I love my Digimon because the Digimon yep. can actually talk, unlike the stupid Pokemon that can't. Hey, he will when he's Idris Elba. Yeah. That's yes! <laughs> I actually got a sad news update that uh, Idris Elba is playing one of the Digimon now. Oh. oh. oh man. Traitor. Traitor. He was gonna play Mewtwo. <laughs> But overall, you know, the panels are still really strong. The video rooms uh, are huge, so you never really have the SRO kind of thing going down unless it's, like, the premiere of something. Yeah. Um, and even then, I mean, I kind of was going to one of the premieres, and then I left because I was going to do... I went to do something else called eating food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that when we get to uh, anime we watched this week. But... Um, the thing that was really problematic for me was cosplay gatherings because the way that it was so hot outside, no one wanted to do gatherings outside. And then you have these cramped hallways where you're getting way too many people and especially way too many photographers. And you can't, you can't, even, you can't even navigate the hallways. I'm not even talking joining the gathering because there was a gathering I tried to go to that I couldn't. And then there's other gatherings I went to. There's like six of us. And we're like, oh. <laughs> but... But when there was a gathering, it just, like, made certain places so clogged up that it's just, like, uh, claustrophobia kicking in. Need need air. Need air. (laughs) So how was the dealer's room? Did you guys buy anything really cool? Uh, yes, I did. I actually, um, Kinukinia Bookstore from New York actually came down to, like, have, like, a section. So, uh... 
basically I decided to buy a couple of like the idol themed art books. I'm a huge Love Live fan. So yeah. they have like this uh, chibi <laughs> um like all the characters from like the first season, like all in chibi form and it's just like this cute illustration book and then I got the one for Love Live Sunshine. Um, so I picked up that art book. Um, there were a couple other things I, I, I really wanted, like uh, Kodansha, they actually have like a Jose section to their brand now. And huh. their uh, line of Jose manga sold out really fast. Like, oh, dang, I should Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Like picked it up while I had the chance, but there's like a lot of really cool things there. Like, well, um, they had like a lot of machine plushies. I love machine, and yep. they it's like, oh my god, all these machines. And then, the, <laughs> and then they also, I also saw that they had the Esper plushies, and I love Esper from um the latest Pokemon. Like, oh my god, I want to take like a giant Esper home and freak people out with the cute. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that they had a lot of really unique stuff there that you don't typically see. Typically yep. so. They have, um, I mean, there there is an industry presence. I do, you, you do have Biz, you do have Anaplex, you do have Daisuke, um, just some um, chilling around. But then again, you also have, like, just a lot of these places that have plushies, figures, and just, like, just some rare oddities. Like, there was this one booth that, like, had, like, the old Sailor Moon toys. I'm like, whoa! And these were, like, <laughs> replicas. These were, like, the ones from straight out of the 90s. So you also had, like, for, like, hardcore collectors, you also had those type of things. Man, that's cool. I picked up another Conti figure. Ah, yes. <laughs> My fleet is growing. It yeah. shall destroy everything. <laughs> have they, do, you have, do they have um, a figure at all of the uh, of the American ship of Iowa? Not, not yet. yet. Not actually, yet. Not yet. They actually actually did release a prototype of the Figma for Iowa that um, over at the J- whatever Japanese um, toy trade show there was a couple weeks ago. Yes. But, yes. Yeah, Yes, but um, Iowa is on is underway, and um, War Spite was just released the weekend of Otakon um, in the game. So yeah, oh. ever growing for more foreign shipness. So. <laughs> yeah. Ship ships. Ship ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ship my um, ship with that ship. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> anybody have one last highlight that they want to like or low light? This was a really mixed event for me, so it's really hard for me to be all super excited. I mean, there's some nice people I met, but there's some. You know what, I'll do it for low light. There are certain cosplayers from certain series that are total jerks, and they need to stop it. Just stop Does it. Does it rhyme with Schmeeven Schmooniverse? No. Well, yes, oh. they are. But they, they are, I don't run into cosplayers from that series too often. I've only heard their Tumblr stories, which bother me significantly. <laughs> but no, 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 no. This is a series about girls. We'll just say it's a girl series, and the people who cosplay <laughs> from it tend to be on the jerk side of things, and it really, it's really getting to me. 
Yeah, you find that, um, unfortunately, with um, a lot of, like, cosplay groups, they find that it's kind of, they make their own click out of it. Cosplay is weird, man. Cosplay is, is weird, but, you know, It is. I don't recommend you'll never, it. You'll never find that with the JoJo cosplayers. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> you can't find them. <laughs> Except for Jared and... Jared yeah, and, like, like, six other people. <laughs> yeah. JoJo cosplayers, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in that case, what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? This this year. Not the con itself, but this year. Uh, for me, I think this is, this is like a 6. Mm. It was still above average. You know, there's still some decent panels, decent programming, decent guests. It's just my personal experience was not that great with just the, the crowding inside the convention center, the attitude of some of the cosplayers, you know, the fact that some of the really interesting panels are put in such tiny rooms that, you know, unless you could... I don't know, transform into, like, the size of an ant. Unless you were Ant-Man, you were not getting into that room. So, you know, you, it's just things like that are kind of just ruined my experience a little bit. But it wasn't, like, a bad con. Like, I've, I've been to plenty of cons worse than this. Plenty of cons worse than this. You've been on the scale of 1 to 10, 5, 4s, 3s. Yes. <laughs> Such is the life of a professional. Yep. One of my highlights of this con was... Um, Oh, wow. Um, I work with like a lot of amazing photographers for Cosplay private photo shoots, um, Shake yep. Photo, the Otakon Photo Suite, which is a service that the con does provide if you want to get some Cosplay photos of yourself, and they can also mail you like um, poster-sized versions of your photos. And Whoa, that's, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, Yeah, I just posted on my Instagram of my um, poster-sized Nico cosplay that I took, so that's an amazing service that they have, but I was... But I, I feel very honored to be working with like a lot of... Um, very talented photographers on the East Coast that the West Coast usually doesn't get because I noticed like on the West Coast there tends to be this mentality that only that photographers they want to take pictures of like to put it bluntly um, people who fit a certain standard of beauty for Hollywood. Yes. 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 Yes, I, I've been noticing that a lot out on the West Coast, and I'm like, um, yeah, whatever. And but here, here at an Otakon, it's like, yeah, we'll take your photo, and I've been. Of working course, with, we will. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's just amazing, like just talented people, and just also just kind of like just making friends in the process. It's more at the end of the con. It's more like, yeah, let let's be friends. Let's keep in touch. Like, oh, I hope we had a nice Otacon. It's kind of like the end of the school year when yeah. you're all signing <laughs> off your, your yearbooks and you're making all these friends and you want to keep in touch. And the way you do that is to keep in touch through Facebook. And I really like that that feeling that like people actually want genuine friendship after the con's over because I've been, because the, the norm mentality right now with cons is like, hey, um, hey, like my Facebook page, blah, blah, yep. blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever promotions. But I actually, but as someone who doesn't really get to meet like a lot of nerdy um, otaku-ish people in their, day, in their daily lives, like I like to keep in contact with people who like the same things as I do before I go back to work in the same basic bitch work environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and for East Coast uh, uh, photographers, we would like to plug one of our good friends at uh, Flash Cord Photography, uh, Anthony. If you, wanna, if you want some cool cosplay photos, go contact Anthony over at Flash Cord Photography. And I that will be a writing him um, a, a, a shout-out on the Scarlet Rhapsody page, because we also do review um, photographers that we've worked with, so we can nice. make recommendations for cosplayers who are looking for photographers to work with, because not going to lie, there are some sketchy photographers out there that won't yes. ever give you back your photos, even if you put some money down for it. 
So what we want to do with this section of Scarlet Rhapsody is to talk about um, photographers like um, flash cord photography that actually do deliver on their services and they do deliver at the standard at which they charge. Wonderful. That and, sounds uh, great. So um, is scale of one to 10 for you? I would give this year a seven. Yep. Um, I really did enjoy this year, but there were like a lot of hiccups along the way. Like, well, I can't blame Oticon for the weather. I can't blame them for like controlling the heat, but how the, dare they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Oticon like has a weather department. <laughs> <laughs> like I will control the weather. Make the sky hotter. You're so close to the president. Just ask him. Just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Turn you know, we, on that note, I have heard that Destro has joined Otacorp, so we may actually get a weather dominator next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of great positive things about the con, but like Jared said, said earlier, like there were like just some issues along the way that weren't like the at the con's fault, like the weather, the fact that we got crappy service at the Hilton lobby bar. This is like the first time ever I had to yell at management to like get me get me some goddamn service because I'm like, Jeez. Wow. No, it was it was it was terrible and then like i had to it's funny Sweet. because like i because like i also ran into that personality type like with otakon well not otakon security personnel but with baltimore convention staff personnel um, there was like this certain personality type of like passive aggressive bitchiness <laughs> Well, uh, well, thank you for discussing that with us, guys, giving us the Otakon update. Yeah, I still very much want to visit Otakon. Yeah, and I'm really interested in seeing what it's going to be like when it, in its first year at Washington. <laughs> when it leaves the shoreline. Yeah, right? <laughs> we should maybe look into going next year. Yeah. Hotel reservations go up in five days. So... <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can swing that. I'll stay with the president. President Andrew WK. President Andrew WK. You'll stay in the red room where the Abraham Lincoln haunts that room. Yeah. I'll hang with Abe. He's ha yeah, he's having a party with Abe. Yeah. Oh. Steampunk party in the red room. <laughs> Chopping pizza with an axe with a fire axe. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta emancipate this pizza. Yeah. Something very important happened um, this week of the, the week of this recording. Only a couple days ago, you got engaged. Well, yes, but much, much more important than that, which is Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, Bleach is finally ended. Bleach ended, yeah. Now, Years so, after Kubo wanted to finish the series. Yes. Um, did anybody read the ending to Bleach? Yeah, I can't believe Ichigo died of syphilis at the end. <laughs> stop, stop spreading lies. Stop spoiling it, Evan. Yeah. Um... So, I think at this point, um, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if, um, and if you guys want to not be spoiled, skip, like, I don't know, two, three minutes ahead, because I'm just going to say it yeah. real quick. Uh, here we go. Starting here. Skip ahead five, three, uh, th about three minutes. Uh, Rukia and, and Renji get married. Uh, Ichigo and Orihime get married. Uh, Chad is a professional boxer. Uh, Uryu right. is a professional doctor, and Ichigo and Orihime work at, at his hospital. Everybody else we know zero about. They just push him completely aside. The only thing we know that happened that, that advanced the character build was uh, Rukia is now a captain. 
Um, and, Good for her. Uh, uh, sorry, Orihime and Ichigo have a son, and Rukia and Renji have a daughter, and they bump into each other at the end, and sh- and uh, Rukia's daughter has this, like, haha, I'm a Shinigami, I, like, uh, yeah, like, complex, like, I'm, I'm above you, and Ichigo's son is just like, oh, hey, so am I, in, like, this happy-go-lucky kind of a way, and then it ends. Yay, um, they have a meet-cute. Huzzah. Yeah, so 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 they meet each other the same exact way Ichigo and Rukia met each other. Only uh, Ichigo's son is already uh, a Shinigami because his powers got passed off to his son. Yeah, the ending was so rushed. So I'm happy because I know that he could care less about Bleach. Like you could tell, like because every single chapter <laughs> about a thousand chapters ago. Yeah, every every single chapter ended the same exact way, which was. Somebody gets hurt, somebody gets uh, goes into a special move. Somebody gets hurt, somebody goes into a special move. Somebody gets hurt, somebody goes into a special Don't move. Don't forget the tornado cloud that happens and then a bad guy just suddenly appears you in the tornado seen, cloud. You haven't seen... Yeah, Kenpachi disappeared 40 chapters ago and you never see him again. Yuroichi meets up with her brother who shows up for one chapter and then you never see them again. Yep. They introduce characters and they never you never see them again. Um, Here's the thing too uh, about the ending. Like Chad, he said at the very beginning of the series that he would never use his or his grandfather told him, which he promised he would never use his fist for wealth or or to, violence. Hurt, to hurt people rather. Right to hurt people. Right, and now he's a professional boxer. He's using it for fame <laughs> and money. <laughs> like, um, what? So uh, so I will say with how much Kubo could care less about Bleach. It's the best he could do with making it a happy ending, with at least being like, yes, Renji and and uh, and Rukia get together, and so do Orihime and Ichigo. That's all anybody ever wanted, minus the characters that I like the best. Which leads me into our waifu watch discussion today. Yes. Um, there's really nothing more we can discuss about the ending, other than that all the fans really hate it. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with it because. Because it's just Kubo's an ending. suffering has ended. Yeah. <laughs> My ending sounds better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so so now we're going to go into Waifu Watch because I, I got to say, Bleach was actually, besides Naruto, Bleach was one of my first shonen animes that I went into when I first got into anime. Yep. Um, and it had just started to the anime. Yeah, the like, anime had we, just started. We literally started uh, like Adult Swim. And it premiered. It was on the second episode. So Bleach actually holds a pretty special place in my heart. I'm actually playing the mobile game right now. Uh, Bleach Brave Souls. It's really fun, guys. If you like, <laughs> if you like mobile gaming, which you shouldn't because it's addicting. Um, Bleach is really fun because you get to you get to play as any Bleach character you want, and it's great. I yeah. still, I st- yeah, and free, and I still haven't unlocked Yuroichi, which will lead us into Waifu Watch. Um, <laughs> Now, Here's the thing is, that was the reason I actually liked, um, God, what was it called, Soul Resurrection. Because it was basically Dynasty Warriors, but Bleach, and you could play as whoever you wanted to. So you could just go around as Kenpachi, just murdering the hell out of people. It's uh, awesome. I love Kenpachi. Kenpachi's like, yeah, Kenpachi's one of my favorite Bleach characters. And yes. It sucks that. Um, did you hear about, uh, I can't remember, do you know his, um, what happened? He actually achieved Bankai. Like, you know, there was that whole thing with him never talking to his sword and stuff like that. Yeah. I, 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 I had not heard that. I thought that was a fan thing. Nope. Um, so the his uh, his sub-captain, Yachiru, the little girl with the pink hair, mm-hmm. that's actually his his sword. His He never talked to his sword for so long that it, um, manifested, that itself. it manifested itself, and that was actually Wait, his... So you mean that stupid filler arc from the anime is, like, legit? 
I don't where, know. I, I where the swords became either. living creature people and hung out with the Shinigami for a story arc because they were out of ideas. Oh, I didn't know about that, actually. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Yachiru the whole time has been Kenpachi's Bankai, um, and only specific people could see her. That's like, and that was like the whole thing. So Ken, uh, Kenpachi achieved his Bankai to, to defeat the, and she's been like, Kenny, like, I've been here the whole time, you know, and hmm. uh, it, that was actually a really cool reveal, and then they did nothing with it. Yeah, except oh, for the part, uh, she, he said, Kenny, I've been here the whole time, except for the part where Ichigo beat him in a fight, and he tried talking to us. Yeah, so and I, yeah, he's just like, can I, <laughs> At like, the beginning of the series, they could have revealed it at the beginning of the series. Yeah, is it too late? But it wouldn't have been as cool. No, yeah, thing. definitely it's wouldn't just, have. Um... Anyways, Waifu Watch. Yes. I went on Tumblr the day after Chapter 686 of Bleach was released, and oh my gosh, it was the funniest thing ever. If you read people's reviews of the last chapter of Bleach, it is the funniest thing. Um, yeah, just do a quick Tumblr. Everybody is so pissed off about the fact that Ichigo and Rukia did not get together. Um, See, I, <laughs> I like that pairing. I was, I, I, was a hu- yeah, yeah, I, I thought was a huge... was going to happen. Yeah. I... So am I the only one in this group who was an Ichigo or a Hime? I have uh, friends so, in that category, but I am I don't think anyone else here yeah, is in that category. I was yeah. always 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 in that category. So here's the thing, Orihime was always in love with Ichigo, but Ichigo never really in the series showed the same sentiment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh Rukia and Ichigo had this kind of uh kindred spirits relationship. But the thing is from uh from the really early series right when you meet Renji you learn Renji's backstory with Rukia and how he's just like, I have to save Rukia, you know, and you kind of get this vibe. And I only relearned this from playing the mobile game because they replay all the anime in the mobile game mm-hmm. through the story mode. And I was just like, oh, yeah, Rukia and Renji were really, really close. And like they Ren- were friends. And, Re- yeah. and Renji really has it bad for Rukia, kind of. Um, but I, but I was always a fan of Rukia and Ichigo. Well, I think part of this is because Kubo is not particularly good at writing kind of relationship stuff. He's really good at writing action and drawing really fashionable clothes, but he's not particularly good at like writing the relationship stuff. So essentially it's the, we established this one little trope about these two characters and then we're never really going to mention it again because they're going to go up and punch like ghosts in the face. Yes, exactly. That is hitting the nail right on the head. Um, I see because, I, was I mean, that they... I was an Orihime uh, Toski, or what her name, her name was Totsuki or whatever, uh, shipper. I shipped the two of them, so... Oh, like a Yuri shipping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, but, I, but the th- I, but a lot th- of people But the thing that. about that is, is Orihime was clearly, like, all in for Ichigo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but waifus? Yeah, um, well, I brought this up because Orihime is my pick. I have really? always had a crush on Orihime. I'm always. actually in the wow. same boat as you. I Orihime was my favorite, too. I found her annoying. See, I think that was what was so endearing about her. I, I actually liked how annoying she was yeah. in mm. that series. And I, it was a cute kind of annoying. It wasn't an annoying kind of annoying. Yeah. I have a certain like degree where like after a certain point, like the annoyance level gets a little too high for me. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And there's several well, granted, points in, only... the co- in the manga where I'm like, oh, he may shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, granted, I only watched the anime until the beginning of the third season that I stopped. So it, it, it was still it probably hadn't overflown for me yet. And yeah, I, I'm a manga um, person, so the way I have people's he- voices in my head, you know, one, makes it difficult to watch the anime, and two, um, just kind of sets a certain tone of how I, I view certain characters. Like, to me, right. the way I read Uryu in the beginning was as a badass, and then when you get to a certain point, you realize, no, he's just a whiny bitch of a bow. 
Damn it. Yeah, no, yeah. I seriously. thought you were going to be all like Hawkeye, but instead you're like Green Arrow. Yeah, Damn it's it. kind of, Oh, <laughs> no, those are fighting words. Oh, man. Because technically, actually, Hawkeye is the bitch because he's like whiny and actually almost gets killed a bunch of times. It really depends who's writing them because I always yeah. think back to like late 90s, early 2000s Green Arrow where all he wants to do is like bitch and moan. Yeah, yeah but then he then he's the only person in the DC universe. Oh my gosh, let's not discuss who this. Who killed a supervillain? Who no, killed a supervillain? No, no, he, he's had his moments, but certain but the points where I think of the character are not the highlights of that character. But the th- ways I think of like Hawkeye are usually the highlights of that character. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, waifu watch. <laughs> right. So not Uryu. Okay. Not Uryu. Gotcha. Yes. yes. <laughs> um. So for me, it's it's clear. Like the choice is clear. I've always, always, always had this huge thing for Yoroichi. Like, Yoroichi is probably top tier, like, almost number one on my list as far as waifus go. Hmm. Always had a crush on Yoroichi. And I think the rival second for waifu watch as far as Bleach goes is Rukia. Hmm. Rukia is a pretty good I choice. I love Rukia. I feel like that Rukia, if not if not being the first choice, is everybody's second choice. Yeah. You know? But but no yeah um so <laughs> apparently same with Ichigo yeah no so. but, but but yeah oh aw. <laughs> but no uh so yeah Yuruichi like I I always love my dark skin anime girls badass ninjas yeah badass ni- yeah one ninja two yeah. dark skin two dark skin uh three fighting could kick your ass yeah um <laughs> so I yeah I I really like Yuruichi but no Rukia has the the tomboy cute feature that I really like. Mm. I really want to hear like a husbando or something. Yeah, Ka- Kaimi. Yeah, you got you got a bleach husbando there. Huh? Uh, not quite. I bleach was wasn't really mine to like ship people or ship or like have like anime crushes from. But if I were to like, if we were to talk about shipping wars, I ship Orhime and that leak. <laughs> I That's took my a second. Yeah, it took a second. Orhime and the leak. I processed that for a little bit too long, and then I was just like, "Ah, oh, I got it." Well, it did start the one of the greatest memes of all time, and and like made the Liv- uh, the Livian Polka one like, of the greatest so yep. famous. Like now, the Livian Polka is so famous, and Corpaclani did it. Oh, uh, Corpaclani did the best cover of it. <laughs> Okay, finish folk metal version of of the Ilvian Polka. Evan, who are we fighting over? We're fighting over Orihime. Yes, we are. Okay. Do you have a second? <laughs> I actually don't, because none of the other girls I didn't really like as much on Bleach. Orihime just stood out for me. High five forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because well, then if you want to go my route, too, with, like, dark-skinned girls, there's always uh, Harabelle. Oh. When, when the, uh... Yeah. When the... Uh, our... Oh, and another one for you, underboob. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she is. Yeah, Arabelle has plenty of underboob. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the, because uh... underboob is sexy. <laughs> Nobody cares about cleavage. Everybody goes likes the underboob. Okay, Jared. <laughs> okay, I'm the out- outlier here, which is always awesome. Even though she is also incredibly annoying, I always had a kind of a thing for Matsumoto. Can't help it. Too much up top. Too much long hair. Wait, who's this one? Matsumoto. Captain. Vice Captain Matsumoto. Captain yeah. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about Rangiku. Yeah. She has a last yes. name, you know. <laughs> yes, I know, but I, I'm sorry, but I only know them by their first names. <laughs> oh, see, I read the manga, so everyone was called by yeah. their last names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. And every, everybody calls Orime uh, Inu and. Yeah. Inoue. Uh, 
Anyway, yeah. This call already yeah. me a bitch. <laughs> we are fighting. Wow. We are fighting. <laughs> Inu means dog, I know. <laughs> yeah, Rangiku. Yeah, she she is pretty popular. She she I is, agree. but I mean, like, beyond that, I mean, I did find her a little bit more annoying if we were going to go for the ones I always kind of had uh, secondary feelings for, but they were so minor characters that no one ever cared about them. Uh, Vice Captain Anao Issei would always be on there. For those who don't know, yeah. she is the chick of the glasses who follows around the dude with the straw hat. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I know exactly who you're talking. Um, about. I, I always liked her. She just that, that serious glasses, you know, and yeah, the the serious mature glasses girl type. And when you put her into like, uh, into like another point of it, of uh, her captain was one of those guys that kind of felt like me sometimes. There's just the whole like, do I have to be serious about this, or can I just like, you know, take a nap and let someone else do this? <laughs> Yeah, I think that he had such a minor role in the, in the series, but uh, he was probably my favorite captain. Who? The the Straw Hat. I, I don't know his name. Oh, really? It's been yeah, so yeah. long. But um, yeah. Sushi... Yeah, Sushi... You're literally just naming... You're, like, doing kanjis. He was my favorite, though, always. His name is Wrong. Shinsui Kyoraku. Kyoraku. <laughs> Stupid names in the series. That straw Hat <laughs> Captain. Yeah. Straw Hat the Captain. the drunk guy. And then <laughs> yes, my other too. one, which is always disturbing to people, but I don't care, is Nemu. Um, that is creepy captains, uh, creepy yes. science captains, uh, vice captain. Yes. I like Nemu. I know she's like super quiet and submissive and whatever. And I, it's, she's an outlier for me, even for me, because like I hate Rhea and Ami, and I generally hate that personality type. But Nemu has such yeah. like a, like a thing behind her eyes that like you realize that there's something deeper and darker there, and that's always interested me. But nothing was ever done with it because she's just kind of doesn't she and her captain do like nothing throughout the most of the series <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much so it's like i, I always had an interest in her because i'm like there's something darker and awesome inside you and i know you're probably like a female clone of that captain and i want to know your backstory i'm like i have like an x23 fascination with her of like i need to know more yes, about yes. you and i kind of have a slight <laughs> attraction to you but i need to know like what is the weirdness inside you because that's more fascinating to me but uh, nanao and uh, matsumoto would definitely be my two uh, people more than nice. anyone else I cool. I totally agree with but, that. That's, but dude, I totally yeah. respect the Yorichi. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she's yeah. not she's Ooh, not my wife, but hell yeah. I totally I would I would totally go for that. Yeah. Hey, I know, I told you she's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Alright. I love this discussion. I'm I'm so glad uh, one of our fans was just like, You guys gotta talk about this. Like you guys gotta do this <laughs> as a project. It's so fun. Alright. So Fare thee well to Bleach. Good luck in Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Sit at the table and feast. Yes. Yeah, okay. Feast. Oh my gosh, poor Bleed. I'm so. <laughs> I still want to finish it. I still, I, I still want to finish it. I at least the anime. I at least want to go, go anime. So uh, yes. I think we, because we still have to do what we're watching. Right? Very. Let's do a very short what we're watching. And yeah, like everybody just pretty much say what they're watching. Say like one sentence about it, yeah. and that's pretty much all we can do. Unfortunately, this. Time. What we're watching. I started watching a new uh, anime this season. Uh, called 91 Days. Yep. It is like a uh, Quentin Tarantino mafia flick. So good. Uh, really tense scenes that lead into explosive gunfights. The, there's like this really weird, cool, cool, weird characters who are who are bootleggers or uh, moonshiners, yep. and they want to sell to the mafia to make money so that they can get revenge on the mafia, which is awesome. That does sound really awesome. Yeah, I only watched the first episode, and the first episode was bananas. Um, that was that was longer than one sentence, but it's, it interested me. Yeah. So. <laughs> one last thing about it is that the ending theme to it is like I think it's like the exact same thing that they did for Outlaw Star. Which one's the one with with 
just the girl spinning around going, na, 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 That's Outlaw Star. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like the exact same thing as really? Outlaw Star. Because it's just a girl humming in the credits. Interesting. All I'm going to say is I'm almost done with Keen Moza. <laughs> and and the Fine. fact that there's an o, the fact that there's an OVA coming out for it, it, it and Crunchyroll has it yeah right? Crunchyroll I'm I'm excited. Okay, the only thing I actually watched in the last time I, since I've been on the show was Gundam: The Origin dub version. Um, Ooh. Which the dub is like most modern dubs, massively mixed because you have some clear veterans in there who sound really great. Yep. And you have some yes. like newbies who sound terrible. Uh, the kids' voices for uh, Shayla and Shar, which is not their like original names, but whatever. Who cares? That's what you'd know them as. Um, are very, like, adults trying to do child's voice and not quite succeeding. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yep. But Rambaral so <laughs> and Haman are so bad. I forgot how badass they were in that. So re-watching it, I'm like, oh my god, I love like young Ramba and Haman and how badass they are. And I'm like, I need to watch the rest of this. And they premiered episode three, which um, unfortunately did not get an SRO crowd, um, which made me sad. I'm like, oh, no one wants to come in and see episode three of Gundam The Origin with a dub? Oh, and then I and then I ended up leaving for lunch. So, okay. So you hear this? This is a Blu-ray of a show I've been waiting two years to come out. Okay, Barakamon. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I I want it so bad, and I didn't purchase it yet. Obama's yes. a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has Idris Elba in it. <laughs> But yes, Barakamon, it's finally out on Blu-ray. Buy it. One of the best shows of the last, like, few years. I, I can concur. Barakamon is one of my favorites from the past. Oh, my gosh. It was one of... Oh, it's so good. Watch Barakamon. <laughs> yeah, it's on now, DVD now. now you have no it, was, it was number 20 on my top anime of the last 10 years. But keep in mind, that's 20 out of all the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of anime that's come out in the last, 20, the last 10 years. Okay, I finally saw the Love Live movie after all this time. I was supposed oh, to watch. I still need to. Yeah, I was yeah. supposed to watch it like last year when it when it came out um, when they did a theater tour. But I think what I really liked about this movie is like the first third of it when they're just running around New York and they just really capture like New York City as accurately and almost as screen accurate as possible. Because I see like a lot of anime that takes place in the West, like oh we're in this city in in the United States, and it just feels so generic. But you actually, when you actually see some of the buildings, like you know it's Times Square, you know it's um, the Rockefeller Center, you know it's the Brooklyn Bridge. So I really like all the attention to detail that they had in there, and it's just fun to see like the girls just kind of like run around New York too. So that was a lot of fun. I really still want to see that movie. It's I a have great not movie, but I feel like they should have done more with New York. I feel like the majority of the movie should have been New York. I, it that would have been, been a cool concept. It would have been. It should have been Honoka lost New York, and I would have been happy. <laughs> great, that is perfect for what we're watching. Let's move on to our topic, which, in celebration of Andrew and I's birthday, uh, which was supposed to be the day of this recording, but we did it a day before because we are very busy on our birthday. Um, we are going to talk about anime characters who share our birthday. Yes. Now, uh, I, I know that out there, there is a, if you just Google search anime birth, anime character birthdays, there's a Google doc out there for free that you can just open right up, look at the calendar, go to your birthday and find out who's there. And they tell you what their series is. Uh, actually, I, I found something even better, guys. If you type in into Google anime birthday database, uh, they have it. 
uh, and the first link is to Anime News Network, and Anime News Network did an article on this, which brings you to a website, and the website has a ca- has calendar dates that you can actually just uh, scroll through. The, the website's in Japanese, but it's half Japanese and, and half English, uh, so you can still uh, scroll through it. So here I am in August. I'm going to click on August 21st, which is Jonathan and I's real birthday, in case you want to steal our identity. <laughs> and, and our social security numbers are and there it is august 21st leo 33 character birthdays what are you so serious? we have 33 characters that we share a birthday with okay the day, the doc that i found only had five one was from saint say and one was from kaon yep and here it is uh sojiro izumi from lucky star i'm happy with that yep uh momo iwaka you're not gonna read all 33 iwaka. are you i might no, uh, <laughs> just look for good ones. Look for good ones. Uh, we have Sound Euphonium. Uh, that was like an that. from Naruto. Who from Naruto? Kaiza from Naruto. I don't know who that is. Quick, Google search it. Google search Who's Kaiza. Uh, I okay. Listen, the one that I found that I thought was the most interesting was the girl who is the drummer from Kaon. Has the same birthday as us. Really? Yeah. So we have a Moe character. <laughs> we do have a Moe character. We got a Moe character. So, yeah, look up Kaiza from uh, from Naruto. Oh, I don't know that guy. <laughs> okay. I don't know that guy. Yeah, uh, okay, so from K-On. 1991. She is she is one year younger than us. That's funny. <laughs> August, sorry, Ritsu Tainaka. Um, hey, it, speaking of which, in real life, um, we found out a long time ago, back when Heroes, the, sh- the live-action show American Heroes, was actually good which was season one, Save the Cheerleader, Save the World, Hayden Panettiere, who played the cheerleader, is exactly one year older than us. Fun fact. Wow, there are three Gintama characters so far that share... What? What? 1921, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh? What? (laughs) We should have saved birthdays, Winnie the Pooh! Yeah! (laughs) Oh, bother. Um... (laughs) Ooh, uh, Higurashi When They Cry. We share the same birthday as Rika. What? Oh, that. That's exciting. Yeah. That is so exciting. A character in the hardcore anime panel shares the same birthday as us. Anybody else have any good ones? Just just so everybody knows, uh, just so everybody knows, the website that I am on. I'll link uh, it in the description. Yeah, this is for this is for the audience. Um, is uh, S-C-H-A-R-A, Shara, dot... Sunrockgo, S-U-N-R-O-C-K-G-O dot com. So Shara dot dot com. All right, so let's see. I have it with Inuzuka Kuma from Valrave the Liberator. I share it with Vanessa from the King of Fighters, which, by the way, King of Fighters 14 just came out. Fantastic right. fighting game. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Got to get it. Yes, it's better than... This I think it's better than Street Fighter Five. It might. Be. Oh, are you serious? Ooh. Dude, over they are. There are fifty fighters in King of Fighters fourteen at the start. Yes, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. It is very King of Fighters to do that. Let's see. I say I share it with Kaede Kayano from Assassination Classroom, one of my favorite characters actually from that series, with uh, Satoshi Usugi from Eden of the East. Oh, right. That's cool. That is cool. Oh, I got one shared with a One Piece character, the one that goes by the name of Pickles. I don't know which one that one is, honestly. Pickles the drummer, doodly-doo, ding-dong, doodly-doo-doo. <laughs> if that is true, then that is amazing. Did any of you ever ever read Rave Master? I've heard of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the character of Pusia. 
uh, from Elemental Gerard. There's Felice Concola. Gallade. Elemental Gallade. Just as a side note, uh, the four kids dub of Rave Masters, Real Big Fish did the opening. Yeah. Well, they, it wasn't four kids. It was the Tokyo Pop dub, technically. Oh. But yeah, I have the full version of the theme song on my phone. Uh, it's by good. Fish. It is a good song. It's so good. And they've never played it live. I know. <laughs> like the only ones that really stick out for me. Oh, Haku from Naruto. I think there's so many Naruto characters that I'm pretty sure everybody's going to share a birthday with at least one character. Yeah. Let's find out. Who's next? Okay, I guess I can go. All right, yeah, go so for it. I'm August 8th, and I already knew that, like, I have, like, have quite a few anime characters that say Sierra St. Bursi, like, off the top of my head. Um, Hikaru from Magic Knight Ray Earth. Um, she's actually my worst girl in Ray Earth. Um, it's all about <laughs> me. Dilandal from Escaflone, which is awesome in itself. And Nanami from Revolutionary Girl Utena. So I'm on the website. I was actually referencing another website earlier, and I have to use like Google Translate to just kind of navigate it through. Um, <laughs> just a couple of highlights. Um, Kuroko's basketball, Alexan- Alexandra Garcia. Who the heck is awesome. that? Awesome. Do you have basketball superpowers too? <laughs> yes. Um, Gundam Seed, um, Yazak Jewel. Isaac. Um, yeah, he's see. one of the uh, evil boy band pilots. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, Naruto, some guy named Gully. Ooh, Cinderella Girls, <gasps> Kiba. Oh my god, Ooh, I just got the coolest god. birthday character ever. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through the list. I just saw one of the coolest characters ever is on my list. Hang on. Uh, we're, no. we're pretending. No, I, I'm I'm saving my I'm saving my my um card for, for saving the best for last because it will right. everyone. <laughs> but this is one's for Evan from Barakamon, um Shirakawa Yuriko. Really? Oh, oh cool. Uh, Nozaki from uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, Samurai Deeper. Some guy named Luo from Samurai Deeper Kyo. Pocket Monster is red. But that's not what? the best. Are you, are you serious? Yes, I'm by, serious. Red from Pocket Monster. By the Monsters. way, I have a uh, Pocket Monsters protagonist as well on my list. No. And like I said, like I said, I saved the best for last. From Kantai Collection, Yamamoto. Oh my god. Yamamoto. Oh, my god. oh wow. <laughs> Do you have a birth year for that too? Is that like 1940s? or? Yeah, 1940 for Yamato. That's, That's amazing. so amazing. That is amazing. Which explains a lot about me, but anywho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, we got Jared. Go for it, Okay, man. I have a ton of things. I'll get the obligatory Naruto one out of the way. I have Tom- Tombo Tob. Bitake, whoever the hell that is, but Toby. It might be Toby actually. Oh, good. Then I'm the super villain of everything. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go through because I have some amazing characters on my list. I just need to scroll up because I've been trying to read through the like 80 or so characters that are on here. But off the top of my head, one the character who made me go, oh my gosh, which was then followed by an even bigger oh my gosh that I have somehow suppressed, Kuroprika. From Hunter Hunter, which actually I already kind of <laughs> knew when I was reading Hunter Hunter, I saw that and I was like, "Oh my God, Kuroprika, the most be- like coolest character in the story." But the one I hinted at, Pokemon Special Diamond. <laughs> like, wow! Even more awesome and sign that I have to cosplay this character. I'm going to double check it now because otherwise my heart will explode. Because I need to make sure I read it right. From JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, Part One, Jonathan Joestar. No, wow. Are you serious? Nice. 
Are you kidding me? I share a birthday with Jonathan freaking Joestar. Oh. <laughs> and really, with those three, I could end the list. Um, but one of the sillier, sillier ones I saw, um, and no one's going to get this except for me because I reviewed the series and watched it legitimately before I reviewed the series, um, from Tenshi no Shippo, or Angel Tales, um, I have the same birthday as Tsubasa the parrot. Uh, <laughs> and for those who don't know, the series is like this guy had like 12 pets and they all died but became angels yeah. and then are like a pseudo harem, but they can't love him because if they love him, they die again because dumb rules for anime. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I, hate, I hate the main character in that one because he let 12 of his pets die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah, they stole... it's, not like he, it's not like he's like 50, and it's like, okay, well, you know, he's had a lot of pets over the years. No, oh, no, no. He's like awesome. 18, and he's had like 12 dead pets, and I'm like, no, screw you. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Wait, what was, what was that? Like, um, you should not take but, care of living things, good sir. But another crazy one from, oh, God, I can never pronounce this right. Bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo. Yeah. Oh, no, it's bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Jay. It's just the letter J. Jared? Could it be Jared? Is that what it stands for? It's Jared, but yeah. I, I cross-dimensioned into that series. That's it's right. pretty awesome. <laughs> well, that's a fun little activity. That was that was really fun. So I, I imagine that a lot of people who are listening to this episode are going to be like scrolling through their birthdays as they go through. And I want to hear every, everybody who's listening, please email us your best birthday match. I know we've and had let us know. We've had we Winnie the, it on the Pooh, show. Jonathan Joestar, yeah. Red, like what the heck guys? Like that was so that was really successful. Yeah. I, I didn't know we had that many. I thought we only had the five that showed up and so that makes me feel a lot better about this activity. Yeah, this website is really cool because it keeps it updated. Yeah. Like it updates with it and it's half English, half Japanese, so that's pretty neat. Yeah. So uh check out that website. We'll link it in the description and you guys can take a look and let us know yourselves. Yeah. Happy birthday, everybody! Happy birthday! Hey. It's actually our birthday. Yeah, so, it's our know. birthday. Oh. Everybody, congr everybody, congratulate us. We're important. <laughs> it's our show too. Congratulate us. Clap. Right. Time so, for some fan service. Time for some fan service. And we got one. We got. We one. have one. It comes from a uh, half wicked fan, half uh, nerdy show member. Uh, yeah, half nerdy show cohort. Now, congratulations, Sean. What yeah. does Sean say? Uh, well, he wanted to update us on. Ladybeard, like he wanted to let us know what Ladybeard was doing because we talked about it in the last episode. Uh, Evan, you were you were majorly right about it. He's really just doing the persona gimmick thing of being the cross-dressing cool guy. Yeah. Did you know he also has a uh, DVD called uh, Justice Fight? No. Yeah, he has a DVD documentary called Justice Fight. Um, he still. Uh, performs music. He does kawaii core, and he also does, um, you know, a, a couple. Uh, he does he does uh, metal anime openings. Like that's what his show <laughs> is now. Pretty much is he does metal anime opening parodies, and he also does songs like. Uh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Moonlight Den like Moonlight Densetsu, um, and then he also does things like Justin Bieber's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> So he's doing stuff like that and uh, still doing the wrestling thing, maybe? I don't know. Um, the reason why Sean knows this is because uh, Lady, Lady Beard was at Animathon in uh, Ed Edmonton, uh, Canada. So, he, so he, got, he actually got the last copy of his DVD Justice Fight while he was there and he got to talk to him. He said he was a really cool guy. Oh, I'm so jealous, Sean. Yeah, it is pretty, it's, a, it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, so jealous of you. Thank you for sending us the information. 
you you have to when the next time you visit us in the states, we you bring that DVD with you and yeah, we will watch it. Yeah, we're gonna it. watch it. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. So uh, that's that's all we have. Yeah, all the other fan service was shared during the during show. During the show, we yeah, have pretty news much. News So thank you very much, guys. We love getting everything from you. And time for with, some shameless plugs. Yeah, with that, it's time for some shameless plugs. So if you guys want to join in on the conversation, please do. Just send us the birthday that you think is the craziest birthday that matches to yours. Send us the date, the name, the anime, everything. You can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news stories and you can chat with us there. Um, all kinds of activity, updates on events, whatever. You can also find us over at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where we have both our podcast, which if you're not listening to it on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can find us uh, there, like right on the website. It's great. Um, you can also find our videos at nerdyshow.com, as well as YouTube, the main hub or starting point of Wicked Anime, and that's youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. You can also find us at any of the social meets. You can find us at Twitter and tweet at us at YoWickedAnime. You can find us at Tumblr, where we tumble tumble things, at wickedanime.tumblr.com. And every once in a while, we may play a video game and record it at uh, wickedanaplay at twitchtv.com. Um, I think that's everything. So uh, next up, even though Evan is kind of a part of, or is a part of the show now, uh, congratulations! Thank you. Uh, we will uh, say, where else can we find you, Evan? Yes, you can internet? find me on the Boston Bass Brigade site and on Electric Sisterhood. So let me do my usual thing. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa Sensei for her nonsense. Nazo Nyongo segment, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on the Anime Amino, Video Game Amino, and J-Pop Amino at kingbabyduckesh, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. Be sure to like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and on Facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And also, don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and Nerd Crave. And I also hope that you guys enjoy the new theme song for No Borders or Race. Andrew and Jonathan took a listen to it the other day, and I think that it has their approval. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You can read our con reports. You can listen to our podcast on scarlet-rapsy.com. We are on Facebook as Scarlet Rapsy. Definitely hit that like button to get the latest updates when we have our podcast and our con reports up. And our Otacon photos are now online, so feel free to bag and tag your friends. And, uh, Jared, would you like to promote some of the stuff that you do for Scarlet Rhapsody? Yes, but first I have to offer a correction because I found out I clicked the wrong day and my birthday was completely wrong. Oh, it's not no. nearly as no. epic. It's not nearly as epic. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Okay, so Subasa the Parakeet was right. Um, but instead of any of those other cool characters, I have Conan Itagawa from uh, Detective Conan. Well, that's that's pretty cool. cool. That's Actually, cool. that's really cool. That's really good. Um, I have Manami from My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, like, I have uh, a bunch of minor characters from a bunch of other series that no one cares about. 
Oh, wait, I have a Shaman King character. Um, and it's a character who has one name, so it's probably not anyone important. <laughs> so, yeah, my That's birthday's okay. not nearly as epic as Joe Star and a Hunter Hunter character, and I'm just going to go into my ball and cry. But your, okay. uh, what's we, your birthday it, again? State your birthday. Uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, it, uh, it's the internet. Nobody has to know that you're incorrect. <laughs> That's true, but if someone, like, somehow mathed it out, then yeah. be hey. like, you're a liar! You're a liar! I just wanted to be Joseph Joestar, Jonathan Joestar. And I'm like, I know, I just wanted to be Jonathan Joestar. It's my bad. Um, I'm glad it wasn't as epic as having Dio as my birthday, because then I'd have to, like, throw myself off a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought it was your birthday, but it was me, Dio! <laughs> So, uh, that all being said, you can, of course, hear my ramblings on Twitter at JaredTheGreek, and you can check out some of our game streams for me and my buddies uh, at Secret Stage Games. We are on uh, everything. Just look for Secret Stage Games. Excellent. With that, that's the end of episode 95. We have one major announcement for you guys right now that you're hearing right now. If you've stuck around for this long... You will learn. A li- are we gonna just tell a hint yeah. at what it is? Or are we gonna say what it is? Oh no! I think we should tell. We should tell everybody because we we have time to prepare for it, and everybody because we we prepared everybody for our last special. Yep, that's right. So episode one hundred of the Wicked Anime Podcast is looming among us, and what you guys don't know is episode one hundred is already in production. Yep, and here's the reason why we you, recorded it like a year ago, and we will be playing a game. And what, what's it, the game? It is made. We yep. w- we are playing the RP the the role playing tabletop. tabletop RPG made. I am hosting it as the uh, as the master of the household, and everybody else from the Wicked Anime Podcast and Nerdy Show are my maids. So join us, <laughs> and we have to please the master. We have to please the master. <laughs> so so join us for the very special event for episode 100 of the Wicked Anime Podcast, where we actually went to the Nerdy Show studio uh, in Orlando, Florida, and recorded in Cap's beautiful tiny room studio that was very hot. <laughs> um, didn't have AC. <laughs> uh, that, and, we, uh, and we play this crazy, fun... Uh, so fun. R- role-playing so system. So much fun. Yeah, really simple system, too. Character creation is a blast. Yeah, it's random every time, and no matter what, you get a good character. Yeah. No matter so, what. So join us in, find out what archetypes we got, find out how well we roll uh, our, our characters, and the, just join us for the adventure for episode 100. Get excited. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be great. We have, like... I have to start editing it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, the, the audio quality is beautiful, and, oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, guys. So look forward to that, uh, just like our Besom campaign that we had uh, oh so long ago. Very long time ago. Yeah. So with that, that's the end of this episode. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, to the members of Scarlet Rhapsody right here. So uh, with that, we will sign off the only only way we know how. K-Bye! Fans, write in. Tell us who uh, who the best Batman is. It's Kevin Conroy. It's actually Kevin Spacey. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin oh my god. Spacey. I, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I, I, who was I thinking of? I don't know, but Kevin Spacey would be an awesome Batman. Not really, but it would be funny.
It would be a very funny Batman. Oh, he was in Nine Lives. <laughs> That's probably what you're saying. Yeah, you're thinking of the Talking Cat movie. <laughs> yeah. You're Poor right. I, I always get my Talking Cat and Batman movies mixed up. That's <laughs> it's just a problem. Wicked A! Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.